Welcome to the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm delighted that you're here. Today, I'm going to tell you a story, an everyday story from our house, and then I'm going to share how it relates to self-care. In order for you to understand this story with the depth that I'm hoping you will, I need to give you a little bit of background information. My daughter has been playing the violin since she was three. We had a good friend who taught violin and decided that when Jessica showed an interest that we would go for it because it was convenient and nearby and we trusted that our friend could teach her at a young age. When little kids start to play the violin using the Suzuki method, which is what our friend teaches, they learn to play through something called ear training. Each week, Jessica would listen to the music and then attempt to play it. One of the ways this is beneficial is because with young children, before they can read um, words, let alone read music, they can start to kind of develop a pitch. They can understand rhythm and they can do it in a way that's organic, right? Just based on their own sensory perception. So since she was three, Jessica has been practicing violin in this way, where she listens to the music and then attempts to play it. The book that she's on currently is a little bit more challenging, and it's a big jump from the last book that she was in. In order for her to be successful in this book, we've had to implement some additional steps. So not only does she listen to the music before she plays it, but she listens, and then she'll bow on her shoulder. It's called shoulder bowing. And she'll bow along with the music with no violin just trying to match her bow to the strokes of the bow that she hears in the music. And then she'll play it slowly, slowly, slowly with a metronome. And then she'll pick it up and play it a little bit more independently on her own. But these steps can sometimes be exasperating, especially when you just want to play the song. But right now, that is our process for learning a song. So that's what you need to know in order for this story to make a little bit more sense. So the other day, Jessica came to me completely frustrated in the middle of her practice time and said, Mom, I just can't get this song. I don't think my teacher should have assigned it to me yet. I'm not ready for it. I don't know how to play it. And I just, we didn't even go over it very much. I just, I don't know what to do. So I stopped what I was doing and I looked over at her and I said, wow, that sounds really frustrating. Did you listen to the music before you started to play it? And she said, no, (laughs) which happens kind of frequently at our house. So I said, okay, I totally can relate to wanting to play this song quickly and really just get to the part where you can play it on your own. But it sounds like you would benefit from spending a little bit more time listening. What do you think of using some of your remaining practice time to listen to this song so that you can get a feel for what it goes, you know, how it goes. And... She kind of deflated a little bit, but also had some hope in her eyes and said, okay, I'll do that. In her mind, I think she has some expectations that she will just be able to look at the song and play it. And while she can do this for a really vast number of pieces at this point, she can't do it for all of them, and especially not the ones that touch her growing edge, right? So this piece is more challenging in terms of bow uh, like bowing in terms of fingering 
And so, and then also just in terms of the notes and the timing and the rhythm. And so she's having to stretch in a lot of different ways in order to play this song. And she's expecting that she's just going to be able to do it because she can do that with some other songs. So for this one, she just should be able to pick it up and play it. It's sometimes challenging to lean into your growing edge, right? And this is what she experienced in this moment. It was interesting how after she listened to the song, her demeanor and her hopefulness around being able to play it shifted. She had a bit of a guide, she had some direction, and she had some background. She was going into the song not blind, but with some foundational listening under her belt. And so with that, she was able to mimic what she'd heard in the recording as she played, which makes all of those aspects of playing come with a bit more ease, right? She, the timing, the, all the rhythm, the, the different kind of bow technical pieces and the fingering, all those things come in to more clarity for her when she's listened to the song multiple times, tried to mimic it on her shoulder, and then slowly, slowly started to play it. This reminded me of self-care in a few different ways. One was this idea of having a guide. So I can remember back when I was starting to learn a little bit more about self-care and healthy eating, and I remember having moments where th- it seemed impossible, that there was no possible way that this, I could do it, that it just was too many changes, too much, too, like, it just seemed completely overwhelming. And the thought of putting in the time and energy that it would take in order to become proficient at any of those things was it, it just made me feel like completely hopeless. And at those times, and I've mentioned it on the podcast before, there were some people either that I was fortunate enough to be around or that I chose to be around who helped me shorten the learning curve for that process. There were people who already knew how to cook healthy, people who already knew how to make most of their diet composed of vegetables, and there were people who knew how to care for themselves particularly as I was coming to the end of my autoimmune journey, there were instances where I needed a clear-cut way to continue with self-care, but not at the same level of investment that I was currently experiencing. So I needed to be able to care for my body without devoting all of my time and energy to it, which had been my experience during uh, the time I was putting my autoimmune disorder in remission. And so I was looking very intently for that thing, right? I needed a guide to show me how to do that. I'd had a lot of guides that had shown me shown me a number of things in the self-care realm and in the healthy eating realm and in the help your inflammation levels come down realm. But what I needed was someone who could show me how to do it really sustainably. And fortunately, I came across someone who did. I think often we have this idea that we could read about it or that we could just know about it from an Instagram post or somebody's blog or an email list, whatever, and then just be able to implement from there. And while that can be the case sometimes, I think with really overarching life changes, like implementing self-care and living an anti-inflammatory lifestyle, you really need a guide. Like you need to be able to hear the music someone else is singing about how to take better care of yourself so that you can slowly, slowly acclimate to how that song goes and then make your way toward more independent practice. 
initially, it can be really humbling, right? And that's the second point that I want to make. So often, especially in our culture right now, we have this uh, expectation around what we should be able to do, how we should be able to manage things. And I think during COVID, there is a space for us to acknowledge that we could use some support. And I think we've always needed the support, but right now with so many people kind of taken to the edge of their ability to cope, we're finding more and more um, opportunities to say, you know what, I don't have the the skills and tools that I need right now in order to navigate this. I don't know what to do. And there's so much liberation in that because once we decide that we need support and we give ourselves a little bit of a break and don't expect ourselves to be able to learn how to do self-care in a, you know, after a podcast or after reading a book, or if we just seek a little bit of grace for ourselves in those moments, it can be so beautiful because when we couple that with this desire to find a guide, to connect with someone who can show us the way and who can slowly, slowly help us acclimate to a new way of being, a new way of caring for ourselves and a new way of living, then like we take the training wheels off over time, right? And then we're able to do it on our own. But if we don't give ourselves that one moment at the beginning where we lower our expectations for ourselves enough to say, you know what, it's okay that I don't know how to do this. And that was humbling, right? At 33, when I said, okay, actually I'm 33 and I don't know how to take care of my body. (laughs) 33. And I really think my favorite lunch is nachos, you know, like eating, heating up some tortilla chips with some shredded cheese on top. Um, maybe not a vegetable to be seen. Uh, and so that was a humbling time, right? Because I had these expectations around what I should know at 33, how I should be able to do something at 33. And no matter what stage of life you're in, it can be humbling to recognize that, oh, wow, I have this really big expectation for myself, but I haven't actually learned how to do this yet. And it's okay. It's, it's okay. It doesn't matter what age I am, what stage of life I'm in. I'm acknowledging that this is an unrealistic expectation for myself and then finding a guide who can help me practice and then get to the point where I can do this independently. Those two things are key. And so uh, just like my daughter was trying to play the song and getting so frustrated with herself for not being able to play it the first time that she looked at it, self-care can be like that too. Sometimes we make an effort and an attempt and we try something new and we get so frustrated because it didn't work or we don't know how to do it or it just didn't go the way we thought that it would or that we wanted it to without maybe taking a step back and realizing that expecting ourselves to knock it out of the park the first time and expecting ourselves to be able to implement vast, broad changes to the way that we live, work, eat, and nourish ourselves. Like that's not realistic. Expecting ourselves to be able to do that the first time. It's not realistic. Just like it wasn't realistic for her to think she could play that song uh, by sight reading it. There are some things you probably can do in that way. Some aspects of your life where you could read a book and just implement and be good to go. But in my experience, this idea of living in an anti-inflammatory way, self-care, like mindful nurturing of our thoughts, especially in regards to ourselves, those things all get so much easier 
when we listen to the music, right? Figuratively, we let someone else kind of play that song for us. We watch them, we listen to them, we see how that looks in different scenarios. We get to the point where we have a level of familiarity with it that we can start to practice it on our own. After we practice it on our own for a bit, we might make a few mistakes. We might need a little more support. We might need to go back and listen to the song again. We might need to figure out how, you know, a certain aspect of self-care looks given some unique circumstances we have or given the particular stage of life we're in. And so we use that support and that guide along the way. And then we get to the point, right, where we're playing pretty independently. And we might need to tweak a few things and kind of adjust. But for the most part, like we're in a rhythm and we have it down and we understand what is what it takes for us to play that song of self-care for ourselves. And so the next time you find yourself frustrated, think of someone you could, you know, seek out as a guide. Maybe it's someone that you know, you could ask them to teach you the skill. You could ask if you could observe. You could ask if you could do a trade in order for them to teach you that skill. You could enroll in a class or a course. There are a number of different ways you can connect with a guide or a teacher, right? And a lot of times we have more choice when we choose the teacher and then we usually end up paying for it and making an investment in it. But when you've gone through that process of searching out the kind of teacher that you want, the kind of thing that you want to learn, you know, maybe it's you need to learn to sleep with more, you know, calm or get ready for bed in a more effective way. Maybe it's that you need to learn to nourish yourself without so much rushing, you know, whatever it is, find the person or the people who are, who are singing that song already and who really play it proficiently, who know how to do it, for whom it's not a struggle, and then look to learn from them so that you can be on a more efficient path to learning and so that you can have the guidance and support that you need in order to make the changes that you desire. So here's to singing your own song with self-care. And I just want to add at the end that one of the best things about listening to Jessica learn a new song is that while she makes the effort at the beginning to mimic the CD or the person that she's listening to play it, she makes the effort to mimic them very, very closely. And she really puts a lot of effort and intention into making hers as close to the example as possible. And then the more independently she starts to play the song and the more she attunes to the different dynamics, she gets into the rhythm and the more proficient she gets at just playing what's written, the more she can add her own flourish to it. She can get to the point where she gets enough confidence with herself and with the song that she's not having to be so focused on the practice of it that she can start to make it her own. And I think self-care is like that too. So as you work with a guide or as you find yourself in a situation where you have the support that you need in order to learn and grow, trust that you're not going to be mimicking forever and eventually you'll be able to make it your own. But for now, having someone to show you the way can be so helpful. Until next time. 